Welcome to the Law of Assumption Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Rose, a Law of Assumption coach. This podcast is designed to teach you the science behind manifestation. You'll learn the important role psychology, physics, neuroscience, and philosophy play in the journey to becoming your highest self. So let's heal, learn, and grow together. Hi guys, welcome back to the Love Assumption Diaries podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about states versus affirming. Recently, there's been a lot of discourse, specifically on LOA Twitter, about which one is better. And I wanted to make a podcast episode talking about it because I recently, for the first time ever, finally understood what states is. And I'm so fascinated with the whole concept of it and how easy it is. So in today's podcast, I'm going to explain what affirming is, what states is, the differences between them, if there are any possible similarities, and finally, which one is better. Affirming, I feel like, is the most common technique that people use and are introduced to when they first start using the law of assumption. Affirming, if you don't know what it is, is basically using an affirmation or a set of affirmations to manifest. It is based on the philosophy that your thoughts create your reality and that whatever you assume to be true is true. Affirming can be backed up by psychology and neuroscience through the reticular activating system, which filters out unnecessary information so that only important information gets through. It's the reason why when you walk down the hallways at school and see someone you've never seen before, you start seeing them constantly everywhere. It's also responsible for the reason why you're able to hear someone say your name in a crowd full of people talking over each other. The same is true for when it comes to the beliefs you hold about yourself. Your reticular activating system will seek information that validates the beliefs you hold about yourself. So if you believe that you are a bad public speaker, you'll find yourself in situations that reinforce that belief. That's why most people who practice affirming emphasize working on your self-concept. Even though it's not necessary to manifest, it helps to feel good about yourself when you have your desire instead of constantly feeling stressed or anxious and like you don't even deserve it. When you affirm, you are consciously overriding your reticular activating system and taking control over how the world is perceived to you. Suddenly, the people, information, and opportunities begin to present themselves to you to help you manifest your desires. But in actuality, those opportunities have always been there. Your reticular activating system just wasn't programmed to look for it and classify it as important because you likely had limiting beliefs that your RAS system was looking to validate instead. That is why I personally think gratitude is such an easy way to begin training your mind to be more aware of your thoughts and to seek the positive in everything. When you begin to think new thoughts, you also create new neuropathways in the brain that get stronger and stronger the more you repeat your affirmations. Hence why people, whether they know the science behind it or not, stress the importance of repetition. Affirming is even backed up by quantum physics and so much more science. I can make an entire episode on it, but that's essentially what affirming is, creating your reality and manifesting your desires through affirming and repetition. For so long, I was confused as to what states is and how to apply it until I watched this video by Manifesting with Kimberly, and I'll leave it in the show notes below so you can go watch it because she explains it so well, but after watching that video, it all made sense and I was so shocked at how easy it is. So basically what a state is, is a state of consciousness that has its own beliefs, assumptions, experiences, self-concept, and manifestations which means every state that you shift in and out of, good or bad, 
has its own unique set of beliefs, assumptions, experiences, manifestations, and self-concept. When you shift states, it happens instantly, and we are doing it all of the time. For example, think of a moment when you felt extremely happy and then instantly felt sad for no particular reason, or when you feel really confident about your manifestations and then fear and doubt start to creep in. That's you shifting states. It isn't this grandiose transformation that happens like you see in films where the character transforms into a superhero or a supernatural creature, but shifting states is subtle and very natural and oftentimes feels like nothing. When you use states to manifest, you decide that you are now the version of yourself that has your desires. States focuses on bridging you and your desire as one, and not as anything separate from you. So you are not using techniques to get something or thinking that you have to fix yourself in order to get what you want. Because by doing that, you're creating a state where you need to do something in order to get what you want. And states is about realizing that your desires are not separate from you and just deciding that you have your desire. You can do this by thinking of what it would look and feel like to have your desire three to four months after receiving it. What does that version of yourself look, feel, and act like? And once you begin to see and feel that in your imagination, you shift into that state by simply just deciding that this is now the version of yourself. You don't need to act as if or affirm 10,000 times a day. Literally, none of that. Just decide that you are now the version of yourself that has their desire and that's it. That's literally it. That's how easy shifting states is. When I tried this out for myself and answered the questions, what does the version of myself that has their desire look like? How does she think and feel? An image naturally in my mind pops up and I can almost feel it because that's how powerful your imagination is. And when I decided that this is the version of myself that I am, a wave of calmness came over me because there is nothing else for me to do. I don't need to affirm to get my desire or work on my self-concept because that would imply that my desires are separate from me and that I need to do something in order to bring them to me. When states is about knowing that you are whole and perfect now and have access to your desires whenever you want. You don't need to affirm for your desire or fix your self-concept because each state comes with its own set of beliefs, assumptions, manifestations, experiences, and self-concept. So naturally, when you shift to your ideal state, you shift to your ideal set of beliefs, assumptions, self-concept, manifestation, and experiences. When you try it out for yourself, you may not get an image or feel it like I did, and that's okay. Everyone's experience is different, so don't compare your experience to mine or anyone else's. Other times I tried it, I just felt neutral, so don't stress too much about the feeling and focus more on just deciding and knowing that you've made the shift. So now that you know how to get into the state, what do you do if you fall out of it? If you fall out of the state, it's okay. Don't worry, stress, or freak out if you do because it's perfectly normal. We are constantly shifting states, so all you need to do if you fall out of it is just remind yourself who you are. Manifesting with Kimberly talks about how you need to not be afraid of your negative thoughts and messing up because that will only create a state of you needing to be perfect in order to manifest instead of a more beneficial state where you know that you have the freedom to feel whatever emotion, positive or negative, and that it does not affect your manifestation at all. And this approach creates a state where you can't lose or mess up in your reality because regardless, you're going to get what you want. 
Scientifically, I think States resonates more with quantum physics. Affirming does as well, but with a mix of psychology and neuroscience. But both States and Affirming are similar in the sense because the past, present, and future all exist in the now. So whether you repeatedly tell yourself that you have your desire is simply shift into the state of already having it, on a quantum level, that is what you are experiencing. And if we look at the observer effect, the multiverse theory, the hologram theory, and the resonance theory, it can all be applied to both states and affirming. Now that we've taken a look at both states and affirming, which one is better? Well, if you're asking me, none. They both work and produce the same results, just take different roads to get there. And in my opinion, manifestation is about figuring out what works best for you and not anyone else. So if you're not sure whether you like states or affirming better, test them out and see which one you resonate with the most. You could even implement the two at the same time because there's no right or wrong way to manifest. I think a lot of people think that you need to think black and white when it comes to manifesting and even waste their time like arguing with people over it and start patrolling how other people manifest instead of just minding their own business and respecting other people's manifestation journeys. And I just think it's all unnecessary because at the end of the day, we are all right and no one can tell you what is right or wrong in your reality. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with someone who may enjoy it as well.